I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Dice World, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask hard questions like, given the existence of goblins and hobgoblins, what would a hob human be? Uh, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> Stop! He's a little, he's a little freaky. He's a little freaky. Oh, Zucky boy. <laughs> oh my god. He's I, some, okay. he's something, all right. No, I, uh, so. So goblins are small, and then hobgoblins are medium. Yeah, I thought they were like lanky. No, I, I'm talking about yeah. the actual size within like the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, They're medium the size, and goblins are small size. So would like a hob human be large, and like lankier? Oh, maybe. Oh, Slenderman. Slenderman is actually just a hob human, and it is a misconception that he kills people because people are just scared of him. Okay. Um, So are just like really tall people hob humans? Listen, anyone over anyone over the national height average is a hob person. You guys are so. (laughs) So you two are safe. What is? Doesn't that mean that you're a fucking hob human, you freak? We like to play some Pathfinder. (laughs) <laughs> Are you saying people above six foot? Maybe, Maybe I should. I'm saying watch out. Oh no. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna say people above six five. Basketball players. That's that's how per- people right there. Are we ready to play some Pathfinder? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, previously in Extinction Curse, um. You guys completed the final trials of Aridon. Uh, you ran away from a terrible titan. You herded some sheep. You fought some Zulgat, and you fixed a portal. Now, we find ourselves at the end of our adventure. The last act. Volio Via, Ariato Bati, and Royari Sansernax step through the portal of the artisan to go towards the Verdant Beacon the Tower of Aridin, from where he once ruled all the Isle of Porthos, from where he ex- made the Extinction Curse ritual, ready to uh, stop mankind from gaining too much power if they abused the gift of the Starstone, and where Sarvel Everhunger, the Crusader King of the Zul'Gat, now resides, trying to end the world with this corrupted curse. And I think that's really where we're going to start. We're going to hop into character. I, I don't think there's much more to be said, except let's get right into it. So, everyone, shall we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, 
set the scene. A flash of light, and then there you stand. A wandering tree, you are before the emerald tower of the Verdant Beacon. You stand on a wide ledge encircling the tower hundreds of feet above the ground. Massive sculptures of winged eyes, each the same green marble as the tower itself, look down from each corner of the ledge. Enormous marble doors lead into the tower, but a curtain of ghostly swords whirl and churn in front of the doorway, blocking it. To one side of the door is an elaborate carving of an archway over an image of a pastoral valley, the one which you have just spent time collecting your titles from. The tower itself stands about 200 feet tall, piercing the heavens above. But as you look, you can see that the clouds above, slowly they swirl, as if some terrible ritual is slowly being unfolded. Something you know for a fact to be occurring. Only half a year ago, the tree of you were mere circus performers. An acrobat, a fortune teller, and a clown. And now here you stand, godlings, slayers of monsters, folk heroes, living legends, each of you holding within you a shard of Ardham's power, that when combined together here at the peak of the tower, will revitalize the Aeon Stones once and for all, and bring life back to the Isle of Kortos. This time not powered by Arden, but powered by its people. As you all kind of appear here, coming through this portal, I'm going to go around to each of you and ask how you're all feeling and what you got for level 20. <laughs> so I'm going to start with you, Royari. Okay. Royari Sansonax, how are you doing as you stand in front of the throne of Aradon, the verdant beacon itself? I think Royari is feeling... um, not bad, not amazing but just kind of like you know like the the it's the same kind of nervous that you would get before you would go on stage i think rary thinks about everything kind of like it's a performance so <laughs> you got stage fright a little bit but just the just just a little bit <laughs> okay royari you're level 20 i am crazy stuff what so weird what did you get this level? I got uh, more HP. <laughs> yeah, always good. Uh, and I got ability boosts. I uh, I have t- plus seven dex, so die, Barry. Um, 24 dexterity. Goodness I gracious. I refuse to let you win things. Um, and then I think I raised my wisdom, intelligence, and I can't remember the last one. I believe it was your charisma. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Sick. Now I have plus five charisma. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then I got, I got arcane sense. I. Now you mean to tell me, Dave? You got a level one skill feat. There's no fucking. Friend. There's too many goddamn. There's not enough skill feats. There are not enough skill feats in Pathfinder. I love this game. I think it's literally perfect, except for please give me more skill feats. I am level 20 and scrambling for something that will be even mildly useful because I have all the good ones. I have them all. I need more. Pathfinder, please give me a book of skill feats. Anyways. 
Uh, it just lets me uh, set, like, cast Detect Magic as an Arcane and 8 spell, spell, which makes sense to me. Yeah. Where it's just simple. like, I think I can see magic, you know. Um, yeah. But uh, I also got I got class feats. I got uh, Attack of Opportunity. Okay, um, that's from uh, that's from Champion, right? Yes. Uh, I just think it's useful, um, and I think I have all the other. I, ha I had all the other things that I kind of wanted from Champion, um, the flavor <laughs> and, and the feats. Um, so, but there is another reason you got Attack of Opportunity specifically, right? Yes. Will you like? Would you like to tell everyone about the fucking feat you got from Swashbuckler? Inexhaustible counter moves. Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. Derry should die. Uh, basically, when he is playing an enemy, I think that whenever those enemies move near me, I should be able to attack them whenever. Um, <laughs> I can react whenever a foe, like like like, I have an extra reaction during every enemy's turn. So to be clear, it's not a reaction. It's not an extra reaction. It's an extra reaction for every enemy. Yeah. So if an enemy turn starts, you get a new reaction. If there were four people, or no, if there were, I think it's, uh, one, two, three, four. If, if there were eight people around me, like, directly and, like, surrounding me, and they all tried to run away, I would be able to hit every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can, you only use this to use Opportune Repulse, which you haven't done in a long time, uh, because you've been using Glimpse of Redemption. Uh, or attack of opportunity. Yeah. And you can do that. Ba basically, that means anytime someone crit fails, no matter what, even if you already use your reaction for something else, you got a new reaction at the start of everyone's turn. You're going to be throwing out a lot of these. Yep. Okay. Uh, and that is you, right? Mm -hmm, mm hmm Okay. Well, standing next to you, Volio Via. Oh. You stand now at the end of your adventure. The persona of Voliovia has undergone quite a lot in the last few week months. Some things better, yeah. some things worse. And I think those last few months have made the persona the real deal. Mm -hmm. You are Volio, and you are in control. That being said, this is the tower where everything ends one way or another. How do you feel? Um... I, I don't mean this in a funny way, but I... Volio's... The only way I can describe it is that he's itching. He... He's... ready to just let this go. Um... The thing about Volio is that he's never stayed one thing for this long. Um... And he's definitely never let something happen to him that's, like, something he hasn't wanted for this long. Um, so he's more than ready to end this, really. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's very good. You're level 20! Yeah. You are a fucking monster. What did you get this level? It's a fucking beast. Uh, I boosted strength to 24. Um... Yeah, Dex so you have plus 16. seven to your, you have plus seven to your strength now, which is crazy. Plus seven. I have plus three to Dex now. Uh, I have plus four to Con now. Uh, and did I? I think I boosted Charisma, right? Yes, you did. Yes, yeah, so and I have a plus three. Um, 
And I still have a plus zero to wisdom. Uh, and then for feats, I got Unstoppable Juggernaut, which is kind of horrifying. Mm -hmm. um, that's scary. Uh, you become brutal, unstoppable, force of nature, able to shrug off mortal wings with ease. I get fucking resistance to all damage. Ever. Every Ever. single damage. Uh, and also, if I get uh, hit to zero hit points, uh, I can stay at one if I stop raging. You will take some serious, like, you will get wounded, which means that you will be easier to kill if that happens, but you can just keep going and say, fuck you, I'm still fighting. Yeah. Or cross you, but fuck up. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? I got Quicken Casting, uh, mm -hmm. which once per day I can uh, make a spell one action instead of two or three. Yeah. Well, Ariahu's used it a few times, so you'll definitely get some usage out of it, too. Yeah. Okay. And uh, what's, a, what's a silly turn? <laughs> I got seasoned. Um, so I'm really good at food now. Bruh? Wolu <laughs> becomes oh, Master what? Chef. <laughs> Skill feats. There's not enough of them. <laughs> um, but the, the benefit of this is that I'm also really good at potions now, which is included yeah. in food. Yeah, uh, you won't and... be making many of them as a problem. <laughs> no, I won't. But you know what? It's it's nice to have. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I like Volume, it. <laughs> Volume now knows. He goes to a portal and like, wow, I know my spices now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, uh, and I got some, I got, uh, uh, Technically, I got two spells. Um, you, yeah, you swapped out I? another one. Yeah, I swapped out another one. Um, well, I think you should in? leave. I think you should leave both of those spells as funny bits. I mean, one of them isn't really a funny bit. It's more cool, and then the other one makes me uh, want to cry laughing. I think you should save the one that makes you cry laughing for when it actually happens. Yeah, I'll save that one. Should I? Should I, should I, should I if you like, it's up to you. I got I got prismatic wall, um, which is a little bit fucked up and evil, uh, but like cool. Uh, I get to gay the room, and anyone who walks through those walls gets really fucked up. Wait, I did just realize something. What? Because we took seasoned, we should have taken ant hall, so you, you wouldn't. <laughs> because you've got a fucking massive, a massive pickaxe from a titan. And it's like No, he bulk. wants to drag that around. <laughs> okay, sure, fuck it, you're encumbered, I guess. <laughs> That's fine. Okay, it's whatever. Um <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Prismatic wall is very, very good. It basically lets you cast seven chromatic walls all at once, which is pretty good. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, okay. And now we go to Ariato. Hi. Ariato, you stand before this tower thinking not of the dead god Arden, thinking not of the extinction curse, but thinking about the people inside. Your mother, who you've never met in your life, who abandoned you, who was a night hag, is in here and has been aiding Sarvel Everhunger. She sent her sisters and daughters to come after you try to take you back to her. She has tried to change you, tried to turn you into a monster like her. How? I don't think I can say anything more than that. That's just how it is. You know that this is a place where you'll finally meet, after 19 years, your own mother, 
and it will not be a happy reunion. How are you doing? She wants to get this over with, like, as quickly as possible. If it means that they have to speed run going through all of Eridin's shit, fine. If it means that they have to go through an entire army of Solgath, fine. She just wants it done and over with so she can face her mom, get everything out, cause her as much inconvenience as possible, hopefully kill her. Who knows if that's possible? I think she just wants to get out of here like as fast as possible now. She, right now, everything... Her, her brain ram is just going to that. Everything else she's not thinking about. Okay. Ariato, you're level 20. She sure fucking is. <laughs> or uh, Oh, it should be. Uh, she got ability boosts. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Okay. Seven modifier charisma dairy. You know, it's because of the whole, like, oh my god, your DC was lower than it should be the entire time. That does mean that it's jumped, like, four or five. So, things... I got used to the lower DC, and now it's like, oh, I got a 41. And you're like, no, fuck you. I'm like, what do you mean, fuck you? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, you've got a fucking plus seven to your charisma. Cool. Yeah. She's also smarter now. She has a plus two to her intelligence. (laughs) Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Woo! Um, what language does she know? I don't know. Uh, French. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she studied Galt for some reason. Um, (laughs) (laughs) she was like, Man, I need something to take my mind off these hags and demons. Bonjour, monsieur. Je m'appelle Ariato. Oh my god. (laughs) Don't, don't. I'm gonna get flashbacks from fucking (laughs) AP. What else you got? What else you got? Um, she also got unmistakable lore. So mm-hmm, she's mm-hmm. really good at her at her vision lore now. Mm-hmm. She also got oracular warning. Okay. So before initiative, yeah, I can choose someone to roll initiative twice, but catch a uh, trade off because this is an oracle thing. Um, I have the misfortune effect of I take the worst uh, initiative roll because I also roll twice. Oh, interesting. Unless oh, the target chooses to negate it. Interesting. That is very fun. Yep. Okay. What did you get from your uh, sorcerer stuff? Bloodline perfection. Okay. And what's that do? Another level 10 slot. Holy fucking shit. You haven't even... The the terrifying part is you haven't used your level 10 spells yet, right? No. So I don't know what you're hoarding. I don't know what you're waiting for. It is starting to scare me. And now that you got two slots for it, I am actually getting very nervous. Good. (laughs) So, all three of you have uh, landed. Uh, You're about... um, I'd say you're about like 60 feet from the door into this tower. You can tell that the entrance, there are glowing ghostly swords that are kind of swooshing around in circles in front of the door. Uh... You can see that the tower is about 200 feet tall, with statues of winged eyes kind of, like, on the corners and stuff. Um, And you have not quite, like, entered onto, like, the foundation of the uh, tower. You're still on, like, the steps leading up to it. If that makes sense. Um, I will say, you can see the entire Isle of Portos from here. 
like there must be some supernatural effect like clearing the weather as far as you can see because mm -hmm. you can see everything from Aberton to Absalom you're also pretty sure that there's a supernatural weather effect because it is cold as balls out here <laughs> like holy shit um, you assume there must be like in reality loads of fog and mist and ice but it's just been wiped out so you can see everything it is still really fucking cold how are you all doing as you kind of like stand here and come to your senses after that moment of introspection staring up the tower quite sagotti please well yes <laughs> <laughs> shall we uh, I mean we got in here and it's over right yeah, and I don't know about you two, but I'm a flame oracle, and even I'm feeling a little chilly. <laughs> okay. Let's go inside. Okay. Uh, you start approaching. Um, I need everyone to make me a quick religion check. As you start, like, climbing up the road towards those weird swooshing whirling swords. Mm -hmm. I love flat checks. Two. <laughs> What is Volino? Christ. You don't give a shit. Volio, you don't give a shit about any of this. Let's go. You want to kill several Everhunger. Let's go. Yeah, Volio's walking towards the door. Um, <laughs> oh my god. 48? I rolled a 46. Okay, Ariadne and Royari, Volio is walking towards the slashing sword door. <laughs> you look at the slashing sword door, and you know something in your hearts. This is a guard to keep out people who have not earned a place in the Verdant Beacon. It's a blade barrier. It's one that you can control and move to wherever you wish it to be. Because you have collected eight titles. Hmm. That was That's the reward for having completed eight titles. The blade barrier will go wherever you like. So both of you know that uh, you are able to move these blades out of the way. Volio doesn't care and seemingly is alright with being chopped to pieces. V Volio... We're going to get hurt anyway. We're, we're literally not. You are damn lucky that we got eight of the trials done. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> well, you still uh, know what you're talking about. Yeah, for future uh, reference, the, the blade door, this thing, uh, since we got our trials, eight of the trials done, uh, we can control this. Yeah, Ariadne, you hold up a hand and the blade stops swirling and they kind of like into place. And if you like, if you move them around, the blades follow your gestures. Ooh, Ariato, you don't, you don't sword, Nancy. I. I, I mean. What are you going to tell me? Well, I didn't, but this is cool, right? This is really cool. It's fucking sick as hell. Do you think I'd be able to actually learn something like this? As she like moves her hand in like a. Uh, composer sort of way it makes <laughs> yeah they dance a little bit too there's probably some fear spells that you could cast to make it look like that in real life yeah imagine doing this for like a performance or something said be fucking cool for a performance yeah <gasps> let's look into it when we get back we should we should do that Ooh. if we can learn it before Absalom for Absalom yeah <laughs> Royari yes while these two are talking, I want you to make a perception check. I will perceive with my special eyes and I kill myself instantly. <laughs> you were not um, looking. What'd you roll? I rolled in that one. 
Life's good. Let's go. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No, no. Let's go. Um, oh, Ariado, you are moving the uh, door away. When uh, Royari, who's kind of walking up behind you, bimbo walk, uh, ready to enter, um, she fails to see the Zulgat peeking out from one of the uh, windows on a higher level. But you do hear what happens next. From about uh, 60 feet above, intruders! Oh, son of a bitch. And unfortunately, you hear a flap of wings as tings start to pour out from that uh, window. And they're tings that you recognize. It's those centaur triceratops demon tings. The Vavakia. You've already met a few of them before, and uh, they are now... There's four of them flying out, uh, ready to uh, guard this tower and stop you from entering. Um, as they kind of, like, come, like, start flying out, uh, wing, dragon-like wings flapping, uh, you hear one snarl and says, Circus of Wayward Wonders! Today you shall face your doom! And everyone, except Royari, I'd like you all to roll initiative. Faster. <laughs> yeah, this time you don't get to choose. You don't get to say you don't roll initiative. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't roll initiative, so... Lord Dice. 38. Okay, so, top of the order is going to be... The Vavakia! Uh, so, you all stand now um, on the foundation of this tower that kind of juts out from the mountain below you. Um, flying out from uh, windows into kind of like walls come four Vavakias. Um, they're each holding like halberds, uh, their wings flapping, their teeth snarling um, as they start like kind of swirling around through the air towards you all. Um, you all turn, picking up your swords as the sun shines brightly down on you. Uh, and everyone, they are going to start by uh, just flying down towards you. And I think all of them spend an action flying uh, until they're about uh, 30 feet above you all. And then uh, one of them raises a hand uh, as if to signal the others, and then he points his halberd down. And the other three are all going to make soul fire breath attacks. Everyone make a reflex save three times. Uh, I got 31, 39, and 41. Okay. 42, 43, 54. And Ariado? Uh, 45, 47, 42. Okay, so, um... Royari, you crit succeed three times. You see these three, like, ghostly fire breaths blast into you. Um, and you kind of like, duck, 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 weave, roll, and uh, kind of flourish. Um, pretty good. So, uh, Ariado, you succeed three times, which means you are going to take half of a total of a total of 60d6 half of that 30d6 and Volio this is going to suck a little bit yeah because you failed twice and crit failed once cool uh, well remember Volio you have resistance to this <laughs> great I'll um, need it God. so Ariato you are going to take 106 damage cool uh, 106 damage as you kind of duck through all these like uh, breaths that are coming down at you but even then they are still way too hot and you are in immense pain as it sears at your very soul 
Volio, you poor son of a bitch. You are going to take... You're gonna kill America's favorite clown. You are going to take 282 damage. As you just kind of stand there like, huh? And then BOOM! There's not really any way that I can stop this from happening. Not really, unfortunately. I am very sorry, Ritz. I asked. It's you, okay. You I'm are... at 64 HP. Whoa! Remember, remember, you have resistance. So that is actually oh, going to be because you uh, dealt with those three separate attacks. You are going to take less damage than that three times. Uh, so what's your resistance total? Uh, oh, seven. Okay, so that is going to be 21 less damage total. So give yourself a nice another 21 HP. Oh, gee, thank God. I mean, listen, it's better than nothing. You're back up to 85 instead of 64, which I say is markedly better. Yeah, I fucking guess 85 is better than 64 up against enemies who can do 282 damage to me in one turn. When they team up and do their worst. <laughs> the last one is going to land by you, Ariato, uh, the one who had signaled. He uh, flies down an extra 30 feet, drops by you, snarls, and he's going to swing his uh, his rancer directly at you. That is a 39 to hit. Hits. Okay, that is going to be 32 piercing damage. And one acid damage. Cool. And that is going to be their turn. Yikes. Uh, next in the order is going to be you, Ariato. Uh, so there are three flying Vavakia, and one Vavakia who is down in front of you. He is as tall as a... Uh, he is, like, as tall as a centaur. He's got, like, um, a dinosaur body, uh, big old wings, big old head, horns. He's scary, and he's attacking you. You don't think they'll be able to Brett weapon again for a hot second, but still, that was pretty bad. So the barrier can move, right? You can, can move, move the barrier. Would you like to <laughs> move the barrier? Yeah, I'm going to shut the door in their face. Uh, you can take three actions to basically uh, make the door not harm you, but harm these guys. So you are essentially re completely reconfiguring how this uh, blade barrier works. And then the others can run in, they can drag you, and hopefully they'll take some damage in the process. Yeah, I'm going to do that so we can have a bit of a breather. <laughs> okay. Um, Ariato, you spend an action, uh, three actions, your entire turn holding up your hand, and uh, the blades start to move as you will them, but then they change color from like this weird ghostly blue to red to match you, and they're under your control. I assume you're gonna say, my allies can pass through, but not these guys. Yep. Okay, all right. Um, cool, you do that. Uh, they don't, uh, they... They don't have attack of opportunity. Cool, you're very lucky. <laughs> um, but that is your turn as you reconfigure this blade barrier to do as you command. Cool. Can I spend a free action to yell? Yeah, for sure. She's gonna take a free action, turn towards the others, and go run. Okay, Volio, it is your turn. You could run. Um, yeah, Volio knows a losing fight. Uh, Volio's gonna pick someone up and throw them with him, but <laughs> that's gonna take too many actions, and Volio's too low on health for that. Okay, I mean, Royari could probably grab Ariato and run. Royari is next. <laughs> yeah, he shoves it. Um, grabs a girl! 
uh, and is going to sprint inside. Okay. Noted. Well, uh, sprint inside, you do, um, and you come in and say, "Oh fuck!" Because the air room you enter into, this wide, spacious hall, is suitable for royalty. Thick, rich rugs cover the mirror-polished marble floor, while an immense chandelier of ancient design bears and reflects dozens of flickering flames. A double door stands in the center of each wall, though the immense doors to the south are by far the largest. That's the ones you just came through. And Volio, the reason I say, oh, fuck, is because there's so many paintings of Arden in here. Ugh. And as you kind of come in, Oddbody kind of, like, peeks his head out and says, Disgusting! Gross. Gross, man. I can talk again! Yay! Oh, yes, hello. Welcome back to the land of the living. Also speaking. Um... So, Volo, you have, uh, you have ran through this, uh, spectral wall, uh, just kind of tickling you as you go, and you have two actions left as you stand in here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna need that. <laughs> I'm gonna need that gift of life. <laughs> okay, you're gonna activate the gift of life, you're gonna restore 20 HP immediately, and you will continue to restore 20 HP every turn. For one minute. And then... Yeah, Volio, Volio uh, takes out a uh, potion and drinks it as he has a conversation with Oddbody. <laughs> okay, very casually, as the death demons are slamming at your friend's outside. Yeah, he takes out like a bottle. He's like, how have you been? I haven't Good. been so long. You silenced me, but that's okay. I did. I didn't want to hear you. Um, Royari, it is your turn. Uh, you are caught completely off guard by these uh, by these demons. Uh, you are slowed on your turn because you got a nat one on your perception check for initiative that you didn't know was kind of an initiative check. Um, that being said, you did manage to dodge all of their breath weapons because you're that fast. And uh, you see that the doors are open because Volio slammed through them and the blades won't hurt you. Volio and Ariato have both commanded, get the fuck out, get the fuck out. Uh, and you could drag Ariato with you if you so chose. What do you do? I do that. Okay, you do that. Fair enough. <laughs> Listen, I've, if, it'll, if if that's what the plan is, I'm not gonna go against the plan. <laughs> okay. Well, how how do you do it? What do you do? Um, I think that Rayari lifts Ariato bridal style and whisks her away inside. Uh, would you like to make me a performance check? Cool. Uh, that is a. 17 plus 27. 34? 44. 44. 44. Okay, 44. yeah. Uh, Ariato, as Ray is whisking you off your feet and uh, bringing you to safety, for a moment you're extremely impressed. And that, uh, Vort and Royari, you feel that she's impressed, and that makes you feel cool. You have the Nash! Hooray! Because specifically, you look real swashbuckly as you charge through that door. Uh, you can pull Ariato down. The other demons are still there, they're still coming, but you have a moment where you're like, oh, thank God. Rayari uh, sets Ariato down um, and pulls out their rapier and is like, well, now we are in a better position. <laughs> Thank goodness. I hate, I hated that. That was so bad. <laughs> Very much. Do I have any actions left or no? No, that's the end that's of your turn. Okay, sit. And just as you guys are agreeing that you hated that, you hate it even more. Because the demons shoved themselves through that blade barrier. They're going to take damage. It's going to hurt them. But they do not care. You see, basically, through the whirling blades, a giant Triceratops T-Rex centaur shove itself through the blades, 
and take how much damage is this going to do? Oh goodness. Ooh, okay, Ariadna, will you roll me 11d8 force damage? 48. Okay. So the first Vavakia to shove through immediately takes 48 damage and yells in pain. Uh, he is now standing in front of you, Volio, and he snarls and says, You cannot escape us, circus folk! Hooyah! And that's gonna be a, uh, that's gonna be a 42 to hit. Uh, 42 is gonna hit. That's gonna be, uh, 32 slashing damage as he slashes his halberd against you. Mm-hmm. And he's going to do it again. Uh, that is going to be a 37. No, fuck you. Okay, he misses the second time as you clown honk out of the way. And Odd Buddy goes, whoa! Um, the second Vavakia is unfortunately... Oh, shit! There's not enough space for them to get through! <laughs> he shoves his face in and he goes, ah! And immediately starts taking damage. Roll me another 11d8, KK. 41. Yeah. Okay. He's stuck in the gate. He's not able to move through because the other Vavakia is causing a traffic jam. And because these guys are not particularly smart, the other Vavakia also shoves right in and lets out another scream of pain. Roll me 11d8. Damn, that's even more one. 37. Okay, 37. Uh, you have them at a choke point, and that choke point also happens to be directly across a chainsaw wall. <laughs> Um, that being said, you are a little horrified by how this thing, which could easily shred up a normal person, is not instantly killing these massive monstrosities. Pretty scary. That is going to be their turn. Unfortunately, they are kind of stuck. Ariado, it is your turn. What do you Good. do? Good, that means they're all stuck in one place. Mm-hmm. Well, except for one. One of them at the back is fine. That's okay. He can watch his friends burn. Jesus fucking Christ, Luna. <laughs> Actually, wait, 60 foot burst. Hang on a second. Oh, God. Sunburst. Heightened to level oh, 9. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Give me a reflex save. Uh-oh. For all of them. I don't suppose a 38 passes. <laughs> no. Okay. They are fiends. They're going to take double damage double of 39 damage, so that's 78 damage to all of them. Okay. Wow. Including the one out back? Yep, it's a 60 foot burst. Yikes! Okay, uh, how does this look, Luna? Uh, I think she sees the chokehold. She does a little bit of mental math and goes, oh! And points her hands just outside the door where the other one is standing as the runes <laughs> rotate around her wrist and the giant sun just bursts out from the floor and engulfs an ex- all of them. <laughs> There's an explosion from behind them they're all silhouetted for a moment as they all scream. Holy like sears through their fiendish flesh and you, yeah, holy shit, nice work. You can see they're still going. These are little juggernauts, but yeah, holy fuck. Um, these ones seem to be a lot stronger than the ones you've encountered previously. Mm. Mm. Um, you have one action left, I believe. Oh, wait. It's an invocation spell. By the way, scintillating spell. So that's an extra... Since it was hyped, is it up to level 9, or do I just keep it at level 7? Uh, if it's scintillating spell, it's up to level 9. Oh, God. So then, that's another... Does that damage also double? Yes... 
So I that's another you. 18 damage. Oh my god! Oh, yes, dangerous sorcery, you mean? Oh, yes, dangerous sorcery. Uh, but are you adding scintillating spell to daze them? I think scintillating spell is the one where it's level four and below. No, scintillating spell is you make it super colorful and you overwhelm their eyes. Um, ah. The one you're thinking of is echoing spell. Right. I have so many different things for damage, you dude. Do. I can't. <laughs> I can't. Would you like to cast? Would you like to cast echoing spell? Uh, it's not level four or. Oh, more. you're right. Yes. Yeah. Well, you still have an action left. That is true. Uh, I will daze them, however. So it's not a. Uh, it's a reflex save. Oh, give me another reflex save. <laughs> Thirty-eight again. No. <laughs> okay, they are all dazed as uh the sunburst is not just white and yellow. It's like all the colors of the rainbow. You fucking orbital gaze strike them. <laughs> Volio, it is your turn. Um, they're starting to look a little beaten, especially the ones who are currently in the chainsaw wall. Um, that's true. You restore 20 HP immediately. Okay, yeah. Give me that, give me that shit and, now. And, uh, I believe you... Did you add your resistance when, uh, the guy did damage to you before? I did not, so that's well, 77. Yeah, okay. <laughs> 100 HP. Pretty good! It's something. I have an idea. I just need to figure out how to do it. Remember, if it's mm. cool enough, I'll bend the rules. I know, which is very cool, dude. I'm very thankful that you're such a fucking cool DM. I want Volio to bashing charge them out of the door. Is that possible? Oh my god. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is so fucking cool. What? <laughs> Ritz? Yes, it is. It is very cool. And also, <laughs> that's how it. You know what? Yeah. Volio's like, he's got like blood coming down from his head, and he just like screams and runs towards them. Yeah. So normally, so this isn't exactly what bashing charges for, but I will let you. You're basically trying to do a bull rush, right? Yeah. And since they're all kind of like smushing at the door. Yeah. So um, <laughs> when I need Volio you to takes make... the potion you just drank and like smashes it against his head. <laughs> beer can uh, and you are screaming out with silly magic um, <laughs> yeah. and I need you to make me an athletics check and if it works I will let you shove all of them back sick that's so clever oh my god 46 that works oh fuck Volo, uh, you fucking charge towards them uh, and you slam all of them backwards um, knocking the one in the front into the chainsaw wall and everyone else out of it um, so Chainsaw Wall Guy is going to take 11d8 damage immediately. Uh, if he doesn't pass his reflex save, let me check that. Uh, he don't, surprisingly enough. It's a legendary god thing. Uh, Ariadne, roll me 11d8 for the guy in the front. 47. Okay. 47 damage, Ariato, as what you see is Volio drink a potion, slam it onto his head, scream, and then shoulder charge the uh, Vivaki in the front so hard that he shoves all the other ones out back further. That is really funny. Yeah! And really scary, too! <laughs> I love it! Uh, Volio, I believe that's your turn. Bashing charge is two actions, and we're using that as our bull rush. And um, you drank the potion, right? Yes, after all that, actually. Yeah, roll your HP for the potion. Thank you, too. Okay, very good. Uh, is that your turn? Yep. 
All right, Royari. Hello. Hi. Uh, what's up? What do you? You just saw Volio do all that cool shit. Um, there's one in the front who is looking pretty bad. What do you do? I am going to do my cool shit. I think. Okay. I think so. I've got panache now. Yes. And there's somebody right in front of me. Yes. And you got your weapon. Now. Yeah. So I'm not going to let there be a person in front of me for that much longer. Just so you know. Okay. Uh, I am going to start killing. Okay. Uh, Rary is going to use, I think, a precise strike first. Okay. Jeez. I was like, whoa, that's a high roll. I rolled a 19. 55. Oh, that's a crit. Remember? 19. It's a crit. Oh, yes. Give me the crit card, Jerry. Well, your crit card, before we roll damage, because this is my ultras. Um... Jesus, come on, man. He's already doing so bad. Royari, that's a ragged wound. You slash, 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 as you're, like, kind of drawing your sword downwards, and he's bleeding really badly. He's going to take a d6 of bleed damage on top of everything else. 33 damage? Oh, and wait, no, deadly damage counts, right? Mm -hmm. That would be 33 times 2, 66 plus 21. That is going to be 82 damage to this guy in the front. He's looking pretty fucking bad. Um, yeah, well, I think he's gonna look a little bit worse when I roll perfect finisher, um, so... Perfect or uh, lethal? Um, perfect since it's a second. Okay, okay. fair enough. I like to be careful. <laughs> okay. Uh, my first one was 35, I'm gonna take 47. Okay, that's a hit, Four. roll damage. 48 damage. Okay. Uh, cool. And he's still alive? Yes, he is. He is, but he is looking extremely bad as you are slash slash slash, um, and he is staring at you um, as this chainsaw wall around him is fucking him up. Uh, Rare is gonna bemoan. He says, "Perhaps you should have thought twice before attacking the circus." <laughs> okay, make me that diplomacy check. That is a 12 plus 35. That is... 47? 47. That'll yeah, work. 47. Man, this guy's last words are, ha <laughs> the circus beat you. Uh, that's the last thing you'll ever hear. Because Royari is your... It has the end of your turn. You've got Panache. This guy in front of you is going to take 11d8 damage, please. Uh, from Ariado. 44. Ariado, you smile as you see these swords cleave, 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 cleave. And as this thing is looking down at Royari, completely dumbfound, one of the swords finally cuts into its neck hard enough for it to go limp. And it collapses, still in the blade barrier, blocking the wall for everyone else. Meaning, <laughs> meaning there, there's really a gruesome scene going on here. This is like something out of a fucking fuck Sam Raimi movie. Oh my fucking god. Uh, the two behind kind of like yell and they're gonna take an action to yank out the back half of this guy oh god because you know they can't actually get in at the moment <laughs> they kind of look at the chainsaw wall and they're quite distressed one of them is so they both spend an action pulling this guy out of the way they kind of grit their teeth and then one of them is going to just try jump through. And as soon as he does, he's blocked by you guys all standing in front of him. Uh, so he's going to take 11 damage. damage. Here I go again. Because you are completely choke-holding this doorway. <laughs> 37. 
Okay, he's going to take that 37 damage. He snarls in pain, and with one action left, uh, he is going to make a jaw strike down at Royari. That is going to be a nat one. Lol, 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 <laughs> Where's lol. the crit card, Derry? Oh, well, isn't that funny? He provokes the reactions as if he just uh, moved past you all. <laughs> now, normally that wouldn't matter, except both Rolio and Royari have attack of opportunity. It's true. Volio's <laughs> raging too. Do you want to team attack? Yes. Also, Volio, you don't have your hammer out, do you? You have your massive fucking pickaxe. You've got oh your fucking like God. 12, 13 feet long pickaxe that you're ready to slam into people. Both of you make an attack roll. 53. <laughs> Holy shit, that's a crit. <laughs> that's 80. <gasps> oh my God. 56. Holy shit. <laughs> That's a nat 20. Two crits. Um, I think they, I, I, I literally, it's like an all out attack out of Persona. <laughs> fucking insane. Okay. They're so angry. Okay, Volio, how much, how much damage is that? That's 84. Okay, and Royari, will you calculate your damage? <laughs> uh, artists. <laughs> 85 damage. Okay, well, the two of you, as you as you see this guy coming in through the other side, uh, immediately, Volio, you swing the pickaxe one way, Raya, you swing your sword the other way, you catch him both sides through the head, and this thing goes limp, and he's also dead! <laughs> nice try. As he's now, again, blocking up the road. There's a sigh of exasperation, and this guy's uh, <laughs> also pulled out of the way. And the last guy is going to grit his teeth and shove in. Uh, so one of them used all his actions basically pulling people out of the way. The last guy who has got three actions spends an action running in. He's going to take 11d8 damage. Jesus, they don't learn. They don't have any other option. 46. Also, what about the dude that was pulling people away? He, he used all his actions pulling people away. He's still there. He's not in the thing. It's the guy who, uh, it, who was in the back is now running in and he's taking the damage instead. Okay, so he's not in the tank. Got it. This is as close to tacticals they can do right now. You've kind of fucked them up and they don't want to leave you alone. Um, so that's 46 damage as he yells out and he's actually going to do okay. something smart. He sees that because of the way that Royari and Volio have maneuvered, <laughs> there is now a gap yeah. and he does make his way inside. Fucker. And he yells out in pain like... Argh! Filthy sun drinkers, you shall bow for Zabgabazab! No. Um, and with his with his last two actions, he is going to cast Massacre. And by casting, he provokes an attack of opportunity. Thankfully, you've already used your attack of opportunity. No. No, I just I hate you, actually. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you because you you helped me pick a speak. Um, I am going to use attack of opportunity. Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Get his ass. Okay. Well, fifty. Uh, a fifty. That is going to be a hit. Um, so that is going to be damage. Twenty-eight damage. Okay. Uh, he is going to cast master either way. Um, so everyone, that is going to be. It's at a sixty-foot line, so he is casting it into uh, Volio and Royari. Both of you need to make me a fortune save. 48. Okay, crit success. You don't care. You are completely unaffected by Massacre. He shoots Thanks. his evil beam into you and you just swallow it up. 
Uh, 38, Rory, uh, that is going to be a fail. You immediately take a flat 100 damage. Jesus. Well, I'm fine. Okay. Uh, and that is going to be their turns. Ariado, it is your turn. There's one inside here with you, and there's one outside who uh, is kind of like sacking himself up to run through the blade wall. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, um, I think she's oh, going to take care of the immediate problem. And cast painful vibrations. You are alive, sir. Uh, so give me a forty-two save. Uh, that's gonna be a forty-two. No. Okay. Uh, well, how much damage is that? Yep, eighty-six. Sick in one and deaf in one for a round. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, Ariadne, you hold up a hand, and vibrations pass from you into him, and you see his bones shaking from inside of him. Roll damage. Twenty-eight damage. Okay, I mean it's it's not the highest damage in the world, but you're yeah, really but also. Yeah, Guess what? Yeah. It's a level four spell. You know what that means? Oh my fucking god! Echoing spell because it doesn't have a duration. Oh, it's also evocation. Wonderful. Okay, you shoot a second <laughs> spell out immediately. Go for it. Another fortitude save for me then. Oh gosh, and he's sickened now. Oh no. Yeah. That's gonna be a well. That would be a. <laughs> That would be a 37, but it's a 30... No, it would be Say a 36, it. but it would be a minus one. That's 35. It's a crit fail, Derry. Motherfucker! <laughs> Double damage. Sick in two, deafened for a minute. He's doing it again. Oh my god. Sure, roll it. <laughs> so instead, that is a 16. The sixth. Okay. 48. He's not looking good. Ariato, you shoot a second wave of energy into him and he lets out a gasp as he's kind of stumbling, like, eyes wide. It hurts a lot. And because of dangerous sorcery, I'm oh, adding fuck. plus eight damage to that because there was two plus fours. It was a uh, two level fours. What if... He's not looking good. He died. Is that your turn? Yeah. <laughs> Volio? Holy fuck. It is your turn. Uh, yeah. Volio swings the matic into him. It looks like that might well be a possibility. Okay, roll an attack roll. 49. That kills him! Volio, how do you do this? I actually kind of think that Volio, he, he doesn't really have like a a hold on how to use the Matic as well as he uses his hammer, or he uses his hammer. Um, so he swings into him. Uh, and he accidentally lets go of the Matic, and it just like swings the dude into a wall. Just like piercing through him. Oh. Oh, yikes. Yeah, he's Holy fucking shit. dead, dude. He's dead as hell. You've got two no, actions left. There's a guy outside. <laughs> um, well, Volio's finally gonna cast that fucking wall spell. Uh, okay, this would have to be a quick and casting because you don't have enough actions for it. No, yeah, that's that's what I'm, that's what my plan is. Okay. Um, uh, so um, cool. Um, so Volio, you hold up a hand, and essentially seven layers of a wall all appear in front of the blade barrier wall. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the guy on the outside, he's a demon, they tend to be stupid. He's not that stupid. Yeah. As you ca as you bring that spell up, you hear a roar of frustration from the other side, and then silence. <sighs> and you have successfully 
staved off the Guardian Vivacia, and now you stand inside the Verdant Beacon. Dice will roll will return after these messages. Okay, wait. Is this thing on? Okay, cool. Hi, everyone. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. Um, so, we are entering the final chapter of Extinction Curse, which means that we are almost done. Crazy stuff. Um, <laughs> by our estimates, uh, this campaign will continue until about episode 80. The fact that that's the same amount of episodes as Kingmaker is a huge coincidence, but hey. Meaning that we estimate that the last episode of Extinction Curse will be airing sometime in March next month, which is wild. Um, following that, we are going to be going on a brief hiatus, about a month, uh, just so we can record some more episodes of um, Campaign Tree. I almost spoiled it there. <laughs> we, are, um, we are really excited to bring that to you, but we want to have some time to record a few episodes before we launch back into it now. For people on the Patreon, what that means, um, very soon, once we reveal what Campaign Tree is going to be, we are going to be giving you all a chance to uh, get your characters in before anyone else uh, to kind of have your character cameos if you are in the $10 or up tier. Um, so if you are before, I think it's going to be literally the day before we announce it. Uh, if your character, if you are in the $10 and up tier, the day before we announce what the new campaign is, or any time before then, uh, you will have priority in getting your characters into Campaign Tree. Uh, as prominent roles, not just like minor characters, um, they will be pretty important, even to the point where it's like slightly more important than you'd see even in Extinction Curse. So, get yourself in, join the Patreon, you know, get in there! Um, speaking of Patreon, we are going to be putting up uh, stuff as normal that includes ad-free episodes, and um, that also means our level 20 character sheets will be going up. Um, so if you want to take a good hard look at these sheets before uh, the final boss of the campaign, yes, you can. Other than that, that is about everything. Thank you all so much for listening. And uh, we'll see each other again soon. Okay, bye-bye. We now return to Dice Will Roll. Ariato, Royari, and Volio, you now stand in this splendid entryway. That's what it's called in the book. A splendid entryway. Mm. Uh, there's a carpeted floor. There's statues of Aridon. There's paintings of Aridon. Uh, showing his many, many great feats. And conveniently leaving out others. Royari's like, well, he had a thing for the aesthetics, and that is all that I can give him for So ugly aesthetics. This place is ugly, that's what I'm saying. Um... Ow. Yeah? Come here. That hurt so fucking bad, I felt like I was going to die after one hit. That is fair. Come here, let me... Let me lay my hands on Nurse, you. Nurse, please. Nurse Rayari to the rescue. <laughs> no medic. Rayari, Rayari uses uh, their, their little thing to uh, dress in a nurse's costume for a second. <laughs> Oh, this isn't even sexy because, like, these are this is a, like a medieval era nurse. So, like, <laughs> yeah, right. Ari's just fucking around. You're a sexy plague doctor for a second. Stop. <laughs> Ari's just fucking around. Um, but I lay on hands. How much HP is that, by the way? I never remember. That's gonna be 60 HP. Sick. 
sick. You can take ten minutes to refocus if you so choose. Ariadne is also not doing good. Um, why don't we take a little bit and heal? Is that all right with everybody? Oh, yes. Um, while Please. while they're taking time, Volio goes to draw on the pictures of Ariadne. <laughs> our buddy comes out as well. It's like, hooray! We're vandalizing. Yes, help me, our body. <laughs> don't do that. He stops. He knows you can take. He knows you'll take his voice away. <laughs> Jesus! Oh God! How are you all doing now that you're inside this place? Wow. It feels like an Aeon Tower, but also so much more. It's kind of a weird feeling. Well, Aeon is gonna heal. <laughs> well, I think you guys can heal back to max HP after like maybe an hour of Royari just praying over you all. Mm-hmm. I mean, Royari's letting the their the, the little Aeon Stone heal them. Mm-hmm. So Rare will be healed up to full on his own, and Eric, he can just keep blasting everyone with Leon hands. How are? What do you all do? How are you all doing? Um, I think Ariadna's kind of laying on the floor, resting after controlling the door, <laughs> and then looking at the rest of the eroded paintings with disgust. Half of them have like mustaches and horns by now. She's laughing at the. Ha- she's laughing at that half. <laughs> You're a clown. Do you have any particular way you're going through this, uh, Volio? Like, what are you going clockwise or anti-clockwise, or how are you doing this? Um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I literally imagined he was going clockwise around the room. Hmm. Okay. And how long do you think it takes you to get like true one square worth of uh, terrible, terrible drawings? Or is there one at every square? Oh, there's multiple at every square. Fucking it's like Christ. it goes up the walls. Uh, how many would you say every square? I'd say about like twenty, because they go up the walls quite a long way. Maybe about like five minutes each. Okay. Well, then uh, for about twenty minutes, Volio, a peculiar thing happens to you as you approach the door. Yeah. Because there's a door on the north, west, and east, and as you approach the north door, a weird thing happens. <laughs> yeah. I need you to make me a save. <laughs> Let's see. Oh my god. I need you to make me a will save, please. Okay. 32? Oh no. Oh no. That's a critical failure. Oh, oh my shit. fucking god. Volio. As you're going around to all of these uh, paintings, as you get to that door, you notice something just a moment too late. Mm-hmm. Huh. There's a little glyph that's glowing on this door. Oh, and you funny. know, it looks a little bit familiar. It mm-hmm. looks a lot like the glyphs that were on the Convergence Lattice. Oh, wow. And then, you are suddenly consumed in a flash of light. <laughs> and Royari and Ariadu, you see this happen, you're like, Woo. And when the flash of light is gone, you see Odd Body swirling back towards you all. And Volu is not there. <laughs> What is there instead, not to reference the turf books, but it looks like a snitch. The golden snitch from Harold Potter. What? There is a Um... golden ball with arms, wings, and a little eye with loads of glyphs run through them. It's about the size of a cat, and it looks real weird. 
Would anyone like to make me a religion check real fast to figure out what the hell that weird golden ball with wings is? Yeah. Not you, Volley. 43? Yeah, obviously not. Uh, uh, 38. Rayari, you recognize what it is. That's an Arbiter Aeon. What? Um, Arbiter Aeons are a uh, type of outsider. They're basically um, inevitables, uh, the lawful neutral like outsiders. They're scouts and diplomats, and they kind of wander through the multiverse, usually keeping watch over chaos and its agents. And uh, they kind of... Oh. They're basically little lawful neutral angel postmen. They're level one and very small. Ariato, on your roll, however, you know what that thing is. Okay. It's Volio. He's been transformed into a little guy. <laughs> I... Uh... I... I, I think Ariato, like, gets up from the floor and just briskly walks over and goes... So what happened? <laughs> what? What is Volio feeling? Volio, you're fully conscious. Can, can he speak? No. Uh, yes, you can. Uh, but your voice is gonna sound all weird and roboty. Why am I small? What the? You're more than small, what my dude. <laughs> what happened? Where am I? What's still in the same place? Hey, you're so big! Hatred! 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 Okay, the odd body understand that you are mad. Okay, <laughs> kill what? Kill! Odd body, that's Volio! Enemy! <sighs> Volio, you gotta turn into a lawful neutral angel. What? No! <laughs> Make it stop, turn me back! I don't know how to turn it back! You just you just got to the door and then you got to turn it back! Turn it back, turn it back! Is I don't know how! I believe you know what caused this. He was targeted and presumably crit failed. A baleful polymorph effect. <laughs> Meaning that he is permanently, unless you find some way to fix him, a little guy. Oh my fucking god. Okay, I think when Ariana figures that out, uh, she goes, hang on a second, and then she does a couple laps around the room <laughs> trying to think about how to revert this. What in the world were you- why? Volley <laughs> was like slamming against the door and it's like little plinks. Stop plinking against the door. I don't want to be big again. I don't like being small. You are just mad. It was funny I... when I was a rat, but now I'm not even cute. Oh, yeah. You are pretty cute. I'm a fucking ball. Oh god. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ariana's on like the other side of the room, out of earshot. Like, okay, baleful polymorph. Baleful polymorph. What the fuck? How do I? So what were you doing? Do you even... I was. Ariana, what I think you do know is that it's fucking freakish that this happened to Volio. Okay. Baleful polymorph is not something that affects strong people very easily. Whoever cast this is wicked powerful. Okay, that that fear has gripped her heart. So what were you doing, Volio? I was just fucking around being silly. I was doing stuff. You okay. So you, you very could see like the drawings. You were like, defaced. Yeah. Okay, so you were vandalizing the walls. 
It was fun! I, I, have, I do not care if you vandalize the walls. I am not a follower of Shellen. Um, though I love her. Um, she's cool. I just like art. So... Do you think that the room, like, cursed you, maybe? If it did, I'm going to check down Elden. And I'm going to make sure he's dead. He is dead! For realsies, I'm going to kill him again. Oh, of course. Uh, Ariato, do you know how to change- how to fix this? Uh, hey, give me one second! <laughs> You're okay, I'm just curious. <laughs> I saw this little thing light up before I it got small, and he like plinks against this the um, thing he saw the sigil. Yeah, uh, Rayari, do you want to make a religion check? Yes, please. Forty. Okay, uh, you can tell that this seems to have been a polymorph trap of some kind. Um, you get the feeling that whatever, um, whatever uh, Castus is still around. Okay. It looks, like, relatively fresh. The burn marks are not... It's not, like, within the last few days, but, like, within the last few weeks, maybe. Okay. Rayari is like, I think that whatever made this is probably still around. Could you find it? Beat it up into change me back. <laughs> Ariato from the other side of the room was like, so you think that... This is the situation where we kill the caster? N no, it is still Maybe. like. I, I do still think that this is kill. a baleful polymorph spell. That's the spell? Yeah, that was the spell. Don't you need to. Like... <laughs> Fully sees odd body. He's like, you stay away from me, you furry sock. Hatred! <laughs> Fuck you! Odd body. He will be back. He is here. He is just this small little thing. Inevitables are the scum of the universe! I thought that demons were the scum of the universe? Inevitables are worse! They're really not, dear. Um, they are! You just love chaos Hatred! Listen, you are so very silly, now come here. Um, and- Angrily, our body slitters into your profile and squints at you, Volio. Volio does have little arms and he does flip off our body. Uh, you have little arms, God. you don't have many fingers, you have two fingers. Fuck! Your little clamps. Oh, they're not even odd numbered, damn. He, <laughs> damn it. he he makes a middle finger for himself with his other hand. Uh, that being said, it did seem to be true that door that it happened, so maybe. Uh -uh. He's like banging against it. <sighs> okay. Kind of scoots back over to the door and inspects for any other traps. Uh, make me I... a perception check. Ooh, thirty-one. Uh, doesn't seem. Oh, okay. Well, I like to think uh, when Volio got changed, he dropped his matic, um, and it's just on the floor, and he's been trying to like pick it up, but he can't because he's small. <laughs> Volio, that's not going to work. Shut up. You are very small, dear. <laughs> we are going um... to fix it. Our body would kill you if we didn't. So. I'm gonna try to shove through the door. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you guys push through? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So, indeed you do. Uh, and what you find yourself in is an interesting place indeed. 
double doors open into a breathtaking museum. Immediately opposite the doors is a pair of massive adamantine statues of the last Aslanti in full deific regalia. To the south is a polished desk of rich mahogany, a worn tome laying open on its surface and several others stacked to one side. To the north, the walls expand to, to reveal shelves of gilded tomes and rolled scrolls, racks of fine weaponry, display cases holding various wonders and more. Elaborate tapestries line the walls, each portraying a separate scene, yet all clearly part of the same collection. Aside from the book on the table, the only thing out of place in this hall is an empty display case, its door unlatched and ajar. Hmm. Uh, I will say those two giant statues, as you enter, um, they do turn and glance at you. But they don't move. Hmm. And, um... I hate that. I hate that so much. There's a lot of stuff in here. It's like a little museum. Mm-hmm. There is one other thing in here. Yeah. yeah. What is that? Uh. Whoa. Good question. I'm sorry. Hello. That looks Hello. sick as fuck. So you see Dr. Manhattan, basically. <laughs> um, there is a figure. And they are silhouetted. Um, they are completely naked. Um, although they don't have anything going on. They're like a fucking Ken doll. Their body is, like I said, silhouetted. All you can see is a nebula. Kind of like almost overlaying on top of them. Like a chowder texture, you know? Um, they wear a white hood, um, which kind of like flaps as they float about five feet off the floor. Um, you cannot see their face at all. Like that hood completely, it, it's just darkness beyond the hood. They got both hands out, uh, palms up, Floating over one palm is a black sphere, and floating over the other is a white sphere. And this figure just kind of stands, or floats, patiently, and it turns and glances at you all. Well, hello. It doesn't do anything. Do you live here? Royari, you... you are immediately hit by a mental barrage. Okay. You see a glimpse of an endless, perfectly ordered city. You see a human man with dark hair and green robes. Uh, I see. You see this museum and various objects within it. You see the convergence lattice. You see an empty display case. You sense a spiraling sense of spreading chaos and destruction enveloping the world and then the universe. And then a view of this creature accompanied with a sudden sense of certain finality and a name in your brain. Weighs the epochs. Whoa. Mm. Weighs the epochs? It doesn't react at all. It's just, it is now looking at you, though. Uh, hello. Um. Could you help us? It looks at you all. My friend here got turned into an inevitable, and he is, in fact, not an inevitable. Um. He is a clown. And a clown. And you see, I uh, there is nothing wrong with inevitables, but they simply are not very clowny. Um, it raises a hand, mm-hmm. and all three of you see this this time. Uh, a flash of a protein coiling in the sky. A f- sensation of two black holes overlapping and c- destroying one another and everything around it. Uh, you see Volio writing rude graffiti on the walls. 
then you see a little uh, arbiter inevitable. Or uh, you see this creature shaking its head. I'll tell him not to do it again. What if we said please? It does not react. If you don't tell me back, I swear to fucking God. What, what do we have to do to change our friend back? Is there something? Stares at you all. <laughs> you son of a bitch, answer us! Um, it is not a particularly talkative creature. And I think from behind Royari, stepping out of her shadow, comes Pieretta. And kind of quietly, she's like, Fellas, I don't mean to alarm you, but that's a plamora. I don't know what that is, dear. Well, it's bad news. Well, it's news, one way or another. This thing is not your enemy, but it isn't your ally either. Mm-hmm. They're among the strongest of aeons. Plamoras are a manifestation of the duality of creation and destruction. Their physical manifestation is a constant state of flux between these two poles. Their forms a shifting cloak of black where galaxies and other celestial objects flit in and out of existence. They see the multiverse as both eternal and cynical, doomed and malleable, and they only these cycles ever become unbalanced. They're quite pretentious, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, that's bad. Wow, they're the hipsters of the universe. Lots of the hipsters and more the stuffy academics who don't like sharing knowledge, dear. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> Pieretta nods. Whatever you do, be careful. These things are not to be trifled with. I don't look like I don't like the look of those golems behind us. And you're like golems, and you look back at the statues of Ireland who are still looking. You're like golems. Got it. Oh, that's why they're staring at us. Okay, got it. Cool. Awesome. She kind of fades back into you, Royer. <sighs> Thank you, Pirata. Okay, so <sighs> group huddle. Why don't? Okay, yes. Blue <laughs> there, there, there why don't we? I could pick his eyes out. Okay, no. You don't have a beak. He also doesn't have eyes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why don't we try and... So he's... He's, he's like... Is he... He seems like lawful neutral? Yes. Where it is, he lawful neutral? Uh, considering <laughs> Bolio is, yes. Probably. Why don't we... Um, perhaps try to... Err on the side of... Why don't we... Because we're trying to do something that is... is I don't think it's very chaotic to save the world and, and keep the peace of, of of the Isle of Kortos as it is. Isn't that pretty lawful? Okay. I would say I mean, say it's good, so. obviously, first, but then you can technically flavor it however you fucking want. It's saving the goddamn world, but... That's true. I mean, considering the Zulgat's goals are extremely chaotic. Um, Yeah, Yeah, they're doing something insane. Literally exterminating a species and and a place. Preventing Or at least, like... Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Why why don't... Why don't I try to talk to him? I am am very good at talking to people. I I think... You are better than I am. <laughs> I'm good at putting this instilling the fear of two gods into them, so I would just try to hit him, so you go ahead. Yeah. Okay, let me try. And and Rayari. Uh, let, uh, let me get Odd Body first, out. though, because Yeah. Oh, you keep him away from me. <laughs> oh my dear. You're going okay. to want to stay away from okay. enemies on all sides. 
Look, odd body, odd body. I'm, so I'm doing this because I love you. Go to the corner. Hate, hate, hate. Go to the corner, hate. odd body. Yeah. He goes into the corner. <laughs> I fucking love him. Larry, uh, uh, <laughs> as you are walking up to this guy, you kind of glance around. Holy shit! There's so many things on these walls. Oh my god. Uh, there's so, so many, like, relics and artifacts that, like, you can barely comprehend it. And, it's, it's wild. Yeah, there's a lot of treasure. Um, and Wazy Epochs uh, floats before you looking down. I should mention, he's like 12 feet tall. Mm, hello there. <laughs> You're very tall. Um, Mary sort of stands up straight and says, I understand that you don't particularly care about us. You don't have to. There's a flash of light in your head. You see a picture of the Convergence Lads. You see a picture of an empty box. And then you see him floating there. Well, we're trying to help. Well, I mean, not help Eridan. He's not here. But we're trying <laughs> to save the place that he built. We live here. There's a flash of the converse glass in your head. There's a flash of the empty box, and then there, he's there floating in front of you. Oh, sorry, that gives me a headache a bit. Um, it <laughs> does Ariari, not react. Uh, uh, Ariari, sort of. I understand that you are mad at my dear friend, uh, who you turned into in inevitable. It holds up a hand, hmm? as if to hush you, and then shakes its yeah. head. You're not mad. There's a flash of light in your head. You see uh, you see the Convergence last, you see an empty box, and then you see him there floating in front of you. Are you... Well, okay. Are you asking for something? He gestures towards the empty box. Should I go to the empty box? Am I okay to... You're not going to get me mad? You're He's not going to be mad when react. I do it? Move if you want me to stop, he because I will. Completely and... He does not react. Okay, dear. Uh, Rary goes to the empty box. Uh, well, it is labeled mm -hmm. the Convergence Lapses. Axis. The con okay. This was the uh, mind control box you saw at the Eagle Garrison. Oh my fucking god. What about what, what about this? Wait, are you being controlled by it? Shakes the head. He raises a hand again, and in your head you see uh, this eternal city of Axis. You see him uh, presiding over a museum. Then you see uh, this museum. Then you see the missing object. And then he's here in front of you. Is this missing from... Is, there's a missing object from the museum that you, that you... Waves a hand okay. and you see him shaking hands with a man wearing dark green robes. A man that you recognize from countless statues. You had a... You had a, you had a deal with Eridan? He nods. And he he gestures at the box, which is, again, empty. You had a deal with Eridan, and it has to do with this box. Did you... Did he buy this off of you? He shakes his head. He, he waves a hand again, and you see him... Uh, you see someone entering into this museum in Axis, and opening up another box, which just has a random book in it. And then this guy, like, flash steps behind him and annihilates him completely. Oh my god. Okay, badass, but okay. He then gestures you, to this wait, box. Wait, are you protecting? You, so you're protecting this box? He nods. Aha! 
I am so very clever. <laughs> hmm. Um, so you were you are protecting this box, and that's what you're doing. He, it kind of like uh, tilts its head as if to ponder the question, shakes his head, and then you see another flash of it annihilating a creature. Did you kill somebody? No, it, recently. It, 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 I need you know. I think I need you to make a religion check. Rayari is so fucking confused. I this is me desperately trying to figure <laughs> this out. A religion check? Yes. Forty-three. Okay, I think you are able to interpret him, or you're able to interpret ways to epochs pretty quickly as a guardian. And he's, it has been alerted that something was taken from this museum, and it's now trying to make sure that no one takes anything else. Okay. Uh, Ray's like, oh, somebody, somebody took something, and now you're watching for everything else. It nods. And then there's a flash again of the Convergence Lass in your head. It took the Convergence Lass? Oh, when you say its name, he gets real close to you. Ah, hello, Hi. And you see those black holes in its head, in his hands, like, uh, flashing a little brighter. And then it pulls back. Mm-hmm. And you Hi. see, like, a picture of the label that says Convergence Last. And then you see a picture of the box itself. And it tilts its head, almost as if to ask, where do you know it from? Oh, uh, it was at the Eagle Garrison. Somebody took it and was using it to control the people there. They tried to kill us until we were able to stop it. Is Ariato in earshot? Yes. Ariato bites her thumb and shuts up. <laughs> um, Ways the epochs um, flashes an image of you tree in your mind's eye. Yes. Almost us. as if to ask, did you do it? Did I? Did we take it? It stares down at you. No. Oh my god. The, the person who was using it was trying to kill us. We're specifically here to stop the people, I think, who did this and are here. Those, there's like, uh, there's Rogarth, the, there's like some fucking hag and a witch, and wait, a witch, witches, plural. We're here to stop them. It nods a little bit. And it kind of gestures out um, towards Volio. As if to say, come here. Volio, come here, dear. <laughs> Flies over. I know yours. Ooh, can I help you? It raises a hand, touches you, and you are clownified once more. Oh, thank you! <laughs> oh. He starts, like, kissing his hands. <laughs> Odd body! <laughs> Yeah, although he flies out of the corner like, friend, hooray! Oh, he catches him and hugs him. Imposters! Um, <laughs> among us. Uh, and then he turns <laughs> to the guy and like, you did this to me in the first place? It stares down at you. Fuck you. It, I- it <laughs> raises its hands, and you see those fears in its hands spinning a little louder, like, yeah, yeah, you want to go? Stop that. Zavolio, if you, if you want to keep your form, I would stop, please. <laughs> it, you, see a, uh, you see a flash in your head, Volio, of uh, kind of like security runes all over the place. You see a flash of this creature standing like in the room, and then you see like a shapeless silhouette, like clearly meant to represent any intruder coming in, and him fucking blasting the shit out of it. <laughs> He's threatening me! 
Yes, he fucking is. <laughs> I, I didn't. I do think more that he was trying to explain. He's just guarding the place. You tripped. <laughs> you tripped the security. I didn't do anything to trip the security. I made some funny drawings. You have no sense of humor. Oh my fucking god. Oh my god. Lawful neutral. He's literally. He's a museum god. He raises a hand and you see all see in your head a picture of the uh, paintings that Volio uh, vandalized and then there's a, uh, you see another picture and they are completely fixed again. No! Did you fix them or do you want us to? Because I will. I, 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 I did not mean for him to do this. He, he, he just do sh- He like holds up a hand and says, no, don't worry about it. Okay. I apologies for the inconvenience. It kind of uh, shrugs and you see it turn to the box the empty box for the convergence last wave a hand and it is like just vanished away like well it's gone and then it gestures to the rest of this place like here enjoy the museum if you so choose sick <laughs> thank you sorry about the convergence lattice it shrugs would you like to look at interesting things and not destroy them dear yeah whatever fucking <laughs> oh my <laughs> you see a flash in your head, Volio, of uh, this specific pl- uh, Plamora beheading a protean. <laughs> oh my oh! god! Volio <laughs> really doesn't like that. He actually, like, glares at him and that kind of pisses him off. Like, before he was just, like, playfully <laughs> mad, but that actually fucking kind of gets on his fucking nerves. God. There, it is a very nice museum, though, if you want to fuck around, right? Yeah. I I need you to know. Rory, Rory just said that, like, uh, you do want to look around without fucking anything up. Well, he's gonna try to fuck something up again. Please, God, he's just going to turn you into one of them again. Well, he's as close to fighting him. He just fucking grumbles and he goes to look at something. <laughs> he's mad. He's gonna go cool off. <laughs> okay, well, Volo, you know what? Mm-hmm. You see something. One pedestal catches your eye, and you're like, what the fuck? It's just a rock. Why do they have a rock under, like, a, like... Because there's all sorts of, like, extra planar oddities and trinkets, and then there's just one glass bell jar, which is covering a rock. Like a tiny little stone. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck? Are you curious about that? Yeah. He he tries to, like, figure out what it is. Can well, he, like, there's, the glass? There's a tag. Oh, what's the tag say? Philosopher's Stone. Jitskin Empire. Holy shit. <laughs> hey, Volio. That's yeah. an extremely like powerful item. He wants it, just to have it. Uh, I mean... Use it. I believe... You would actually be able to use it. Ooh. Um, you could either create gold or create quicksilver with it. And that Quicksilver would be able to craft you um, Elixirs of Life. Mm-hmm. In fact, no, it would turn the Elixirs of Life, if you crafted any, into in- Elixirs of Rejuvenation. <laughs> which are level 20 items that when you drink it, you get your max HP back. And on top of that, it can even bring the dead back to life. Like, this is an extremely powerful item. This will either make you a shit ton of gold or a one-up. Damn. Which is kind of crazy. He, put, he puts the fucking Philosopher's Stone into the bag of weasels. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Volio looks behind him. Yeah? Oh, no. 
now. Is he looking? No. Oh my god. Um. Volio. <laughs> Volio is going to. Hey, wait. Okay, I have a question, Derry, and you don't have to answer this because it's probably like. Like, I don't need to know this. Uh, I just want to know it. Um, is he from this plane? You would know, no, he's from the plane of Axis. Okay, second question, does he need to be here? Uh, not anymore, it doesn't look like. Volia walks up to him. Okay. He, he strides over, and he... He's like, I think we got off on the Zog foot. Oh, no. Can we make up and he, like, puts a, a hand on his shoulder, or he tries to? Does he let him? I think I need you to make me a diplomacy check. <laughs> oh no! Or a deception check, because you are quite good at those. It's deception, he's not being truthful. 43? No, he looks at you and you can see, He looks at you like- I'm using a hero like, point. You think- okay, cool. Sure, Jesus sure, sure. Christ. I need this to work. Fuck, 38. Okay, you, you say this and he looks at you like, you think I'm fucking stupid. Well, does he let him touch his shoulder? No, he floats back a second, and then you see a flash in your head, and you see a spell book whipping open, and then there's, like, a whole load of spells written in Utopian, but you understand that these are all plane-shifting spells that this guy can cast, so don't try it. Wow. <laughs> Damn. what I'm trying to do. <laughs> Damn. I think he's smart enough to be like, this guy hates my ass. <laughs> Read you like a book. Son of a bitch, I was gonna do something funny! Oh, oh god. <laughs> oh, okay, fine, I'll have to fucking wait, I guess. Um, <laughs> wait. Hold on. Okay, yeah. Uh, damn it, son of a bitch! He is also very strong. Yeah, Volia's like about to like reach his hand out and like cast a spell at him. Uh, but that, yeah. He, he lets it go. And he walks back. And he does, in fact, try to steal the fucking Philosopher's Stone. That's no, no, the second, The second you go up to the Philosopher's Stone, he, like, flash steps until he's right behind you, and he's, like, looking over your shoulder, like, yeah? Yeah? I'm yeah, fucking looking yeah, at it. Do you yeah. mind? Do you he's mind? Watching, Do you fucking mind? Like and he gets in his face. Ariato and Royari, while this is going on, are you guys looking at anything? Yeah, Ariana's just looking at the glass <laughs> fucking displays over here as she like peers over and looks at Folio. Yeah, all of this is fucking crazy. Ariana, you see a necklace that looks really interesting. Ooh. Um, a wall-mounted rosewood plaque which displays a delicate beaded necklace bearing a tiny golden jade bottle. And what you read, it says... Whisper of the First Lie. Astral Plane. And you, I think, need to make me a religion check? I can do that. I can do that. 47. Okay, you know that this delicate necklace contains bottled, whister, uh, bottled whispers distilled from a source on the Astral Plane, rumored to be connected to the first lie ever told. While wearing this necklace, you gain a plus three circumstance bonus to deception checks, and you can attempt to counteract effects that would force you to tell the truth or determine if you are lying. 
Success on this counter attempt lets you ignore this effect rather than remove the effect entirely. And huh. you can spend three actions to unstopper the vial and release the lie, creating the effect of a fabricated truth spell. Fabricated truth <laughs> is a level 10 spell where you make a single statement that you want uh, all targets within the area to believe. And that fact could be narrow, such as there's a dragon circling overhead, or it could be wide reaching, like all humanoids are disguised as abominations. You can basically oh. completely rewrite what someone believes. Oh my god. <laughs> there is another thing, Ariata, right beside it. She looks at that as well. Um, she likes museums. <laughs> yeah, there's an armor stand along one of the walls holding a coppery colored chain shirt. It is labeled Arrogant Shirt, Cyrusian. But as you kind of check beneath it, you see that this is a plus tree, greater, resilient, anti-magic, ethereal, glamour, greater, fortification, high-grade, oricalcum chain shirt. What the fuck? <laughs> it's a shirt which has an insane amount of enchantments, is made of an extremely rare metal, and uh, straight up can help you, like, ignore magic effects. Damn. I know this is really know. strong and all, and super rare, and, like, has a bunch of enchantments that can, like... I understand that this is, like, totally worth the museum exhibit, but you just have this here? Uh, I think, uh, one, uh, Ways the Epochs looks over at you, Ariato, from, uh, where he is kind of, like, observing Volio. <laughs> and is on the Jar Volio, so don't try it. <laughs> oh and god. he just nods. I mean, yeah, worth the exhibit, but good god, someone could use this. <laughs> I'm not gonna steal it. Volio, I think after a little bit, as Ariato is browsing, uh, you kind of stomp back up to her, a little annoyed. And uh, you find that Ariato is looking over a book. Because there is uh, a set of books stacked on a table, one of them open. And they are written in Aslanti, so you neither of you can read it immediately, but you could try make a society check to decipher it. Yeah. Alright. Well, he's like leaning over Ariato. Ways the epochs is nearby. <laughs> Flips them off. 22. Uh, no, you've no fucking idea what this says. 39? <laughs> okay, Ariato, you can read it. Okay. The book holds some interesting information. A series of pages recording Arden's concerns about the excess... This seems to be handwritten by Arden, first off. Okay. Time to judge his handwriting. It's neat. Too neat. Damn it. Cursive. <laughs> and it reads in his penmanship. Though the Starstone is certainly a powerful item, one must wonder if it is perhaps too powerful and too accessible. What should happen if the people that I have saved turn out to be as greedy and corrupt as the ones I came from? What should happen if the power of the Starstone, when I am not looking, is shared among them and soon I am not ruling over a nation of men, but a nation of deities? It is for this reason that I have created a failsafe. A the Extinction Curse. It would harness the power of the Aeon Orbs to undo their bounty, eradicate life from the islands, and sink them back into the sea, undoing my work so that I may start anew if necessary. Thankfully, 
as I am the only one who is capable of harnessing the Aeon Orbs, as they are attached directly to my life force, only I shall ever be able to complete this terrible task, which can be finished as follows. And then there are multiple pages ripped out. <laughs> oh. Ariana looks at this and goes, you selfish fucking prick. Like, I get it, but goddamn. What a pig. Ugh. This man really said no one can be God but me. <laughs> Selfish asshole. In fairness, it looks like he was less concerned about other people becoming gods because that's something he wanted. He wanted other people to be gods. He was worried about everyone becoming gods and that would be a bad thing. Especially if they were not good people. Yeah, that's true. The other part of this like book just better. like... On the, like on the other side of the rip pages, it's just talking about like a cleansing pool uh, at the top of the tower, and it speaks of how uh, to control the Aeon orbs, one must cleanse themselves of all impurity, bathe themselves in the cleansing pools, and become able to. Uh, you shall be able to grow your power over the orbs. It's almost like he's writing it for himself, so he doesn't forget. Which you know, mm -hmm. fair enough. It's like thousands of years potentially. What do you guys do? Royari seems to be kind of transfixed on something off in the corner, so whatever. <laughs> do you think that cunt over there knows where the pages are? <sighs> I wouldn't be surprised if someone already took those pages, but at the same time, like... I, I think you guys have a feeling where the instructions for how to perform the extinction curse might be. Yeah, Who might have I, needed those? I, I have a feeling that someone, someone, somewhere has taken them. Somewhere. Maybe they're close by. Well, maybe. Pretty shit is his job, so he says, like, loud enough for him to hear. Wazy <laughs> Epox turns and looks at you, and you just see a flash of uh, image in your eye, and it's a fucking Zulgat. And he, like, makes, like, a confused gesture at you, like, yeah. It was them. They took it. <laughs> Damn. If only this place had a fucking god. He makes another image and you see at a fucking library in Axis that he guards. And then he points here and he like shrugs a little bit. He like makes an image of Arden shaking his hand in his head. It seems that checking out this place is just like a side gig for him. It seems to be not his main concern. He doesn't really seem to give a shit all that much about this place. Certainly enough <laughs> to stop you from stealing stuff, but, you know, whatever. He's a little cranky about the Zulgat, it feels. Uh, I mean, we can get those back in, I don't know, maybe I can tape it back, whatever, I'm pretty good at craftsmanship. Anyway, Volio, you're saying my name in a way that makes you want something? What's so what's up? <laughs> <laughs> he kind of points to the, uh, the, that fucking case over there, and he's like, I don't want to. Is that shit over there? Uh, kind of. It's a rock. It's a fucking philosopher's stone. Oh, hmm. Yeah, it's important. Um. Do you I'm, know what I'm thinking? Okay, if you're gonna say steel. <laughs> steel isn't a bad word. I mean, it's applicable, but, um. Okay. <laughs> I was thinking more of con. Con? Okay, so it, it from him in in a way that will not piss the semi all knowing um, guardian. 
you want us to try to convince you want us to try to convince him to let us take something even if it's yes. one thing I want it I mean okay for myself <laughs> I mean I know I think out of everyone you're gonna be the one who has the most use out of a philosopher's stone um oh yes I can make so many things so <sighs> plus it'll help me make uh, healing potions it's to your benefit. I know, I know, and I appreciate you dearly for your alchemy. I did see something that would help me. I saw two items that I have my eye on right now. Um, so mm. I understand where you're coming from. We <laughs> could take those two. Well, I feel like taking two things is a little much for this guy. Uh, who probably allows us one thing. Well, I mean, the shirt gives me a bunch of, like, magic-resistant shit, but that one also helps me with lying. Well, at least convincing- leaves lying to me. I mean, yeah, that's true, but that- but (laughs) gives me a level 10 lying spell. That's pretty fucking sick. (laughs) I do think you know, Ariato, that, um, the shirt may be difficult for you to wear because you've never worn armor ever. That is true, actually. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Well- I'll suggest it to Royari after she's done. But Royari, while all this is going on, while Ariato and Volio are talking, you have had your eye caught by something. Something truly beautiful. An exceptionally fine longsword mounted on a prominent display stand. Its pristine blade seemingly carved from a single gemstone. And it looks so familiar to you. You've seen this sword before, you're sure of it. And so you read the nameplate. Cortos Diamond, Verdant Beacon. And Rory, I think that's when it clicks why this looks so familiar. It looks just like the Aslant Diamond. The sword that Aradin crafted. The one that was supposed to choose the next emperor. The one that was destroyed when Earthfall happened. He made it again. Except this time not for As- Aslant. This time for the Isle of Cortos. And whoever so shall wield a sword is the rightful ruler of the entire island. And Royari, within you, you know. You have claimed twelve titles of Aradin. So you may physically wield the Cortos diamond. That is your reward for 12 titles. Oh. And Pureta kind of comes out of your shadow, uh, comes out of your shadow, and she kind of goes, Ah, Roya, you dearest. Don't my eyes deceive me? No, I think you, I think we are seeing the same thing right now. I don't mean to alarm you, but if that is what I think it is, then it could be the single most important tool you have ever laid your hands on. Something so important it can't possibly just stay here in a museum, unattended for millennia. Is, is he going to be mad if we take it? Oh, certainly. So you shouldn't do it. You should request it. Uh... You'd make a, <clears throat> a, 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 a careful caretaker, wouldn't you? Oh, yes, you would. You've taken such good care of me. She taps oh, the crown yes. a little bit. 
anything that looks pretty, I take care of. I'm kidding, I take care of everything. Uh, <laughs> alright, alright. Um, I'll try to convince him. If it, please help me if it doesn't well, work. I'll see. Uh, you can, uh, Roy, as you were kind of speaking, you can see that Ariaf and Volio are kind of doing their thing too. Mm -hmm. uh, do you want to reconvene with them? Yes. Okay. Reconvene you do. Hello. Oh, perfect. Um, I've just what you just said, just said a beautiful person I've wanted to talk to. Um, he, he kind of circles around uh, and like there. It's almost like a huddle. Like they're just like around like the edge of this case. Um, yes. And he like leans in close to her and he's like, "Hi, hi." Yes. Do you see that stone over there? It's a, it's a, it's a showcase. You see it? Are you looking? Uh, your eyes? I am looking. Yes, I am looking with my eyes. It's a philosopher's stone. You know, it's the things that can turn anything into gold. I already clenches their fists. I, I see you know am... I'm going for this. We are not taking it. I are. We are not stealing it. Do you want new gold heels? Or I... do you want all your fake gold jewelry to be real? It's not fake! How dare you imply that? What? Where's the box turns and looks at you all? Oh, hypothetically. Um. <laughs> well, he was like whispering this to Ryari. Um. And he's like, Listen, I could use that for, for super sexy heels. Like the potion kind, not the feet kind. Um, but. It could be for your feet, kind, also. Uh, and Ariato has some things that she wants, too. And maybe you have some things that you want? I'm just saying, there's stuff in here that could benefit us greatly. And that I want. I just want it. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Like, seriously, fuck this guy. He deserves to have shit stolen from him. Elden, too. They practically are at us at this point. You make me feel lawful good instead of chaos. Instead of <laughs> you make me feel like I am a paladin of Viomede when you say things like this to me. I and what's wrong with being a paladin of Viomede? <sighs> Not enough flair. Oh, I've had plenty of flair, <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> Just go, just go I... talk to him. Just go talk to him. We'll sort this out. He could convince him. Maybe. Yes, because I refuse to steal. Um, Rari is like... No, well, I, I wouldn't... <laughs> to be well, like I'm stealing this tradition. Stealing. I'm, I'm not against stealing in general. I'm against stealing from things that can turn you into fucking inevitable. <laughs> Do you make your uh, way back up Rari. to it? Yeah... Okay. What pronouns do, do they use? Uh, it, it and he they? is what I've been using so far. It and he. Fun. Okay, <laughs> sick. Um, Rary comes over and is like, Hello, Mr. Nix. Both? You get a sensation in your head. Where's the epochs? Where's the epochs? Okay, yes. Uh, wait, okay. Um, so we're on a very important mission for the fate of the Isle of Quartos. It would, it would, it would, it would, it would uh, protect uh, Eridan's land, and also it would be very lawful, I think, to do so. 
we would be protecting something from the chaotic and the evil Zulgarth. Make me a diplomacy check? Yes. Ah! 51. Ah, okay. 51, that's going to be a critical success. It kind of, like, looks at you. And then it raises a hand, and you get, like, a sensation asking it, like, almost like this feeling of, do you understand the significance of these things? Of course I do. I have spent a very long time hearing about how wonderful and great Aridin is and how um, how so important that history is. I was raised by Aridinites. I Listen, I, I do understand. I, I understand very deeply how important history is. It is all that has ever been drilled into my fucking head. It raises another hand. And it holds it towards your head, almost to touch your forehead, and see if you truly do. Make me a religion check, and let's see if you truly do understand the significance of these items. That's a a 37. Okay. It pulls a hand back, and it feels like you do understand. And then it raises the other hand. This time, the orb with the, like, black hole over it. Oh dear. And it seems to almost be... You just get this wave of sensations of, will you handle these items responsibly? Yes! Oh my god, I've been... And I... Briari, uh, sort of, um... Shows that I have essence. We found a lot of extremely important things on our travels, and I care deeply about making sure these things are safe. I don't like defacing things. The beauty of it and the blah 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 blah. blah. Make me a diplomacy check. Okay. That is an 8 plus 35. That is. Okay. And with that, Waze Deepox pulls back and nods and gestures. And each of you gets an image in your head. Just multiple carvings of different languages, different runes, all which read, and t- as you know, even though you don't understand these languages, you know what they all say. One. You may each take one. Thank you. Dibs and Volio go straight for the rock. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, well, Volio, you've got a fucking art- a philosopher's stone now? Sheesh. Ariato, what are you going to take? Uh, I mean, I think she's just going to take the necklace because she can't use yeah. the armor. Mm-hmm. No need for it. You got the whisper of the first lie. You can literally make people believe anything you so choose. Um, well, she looks at it and she goes, well, better make this count. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a level 10 spell in a box, my friend. And she Rari. has three now. Woohoo! <laughs> Rari? I don't think I need to ask, do I? Mm, no, you don't need to ask. It's literally... The Cortos Diamond. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you put any stock in it, but according to Aradin's rule, you are now the ruler of the Isle of Cortos. Rari is not going to try and actually do it, <laughs> but you would be hard... You would be an idiot if you don't think that Rayari is going to say that they are. Are you kidding me? The Prince of Cortos, that's me! <laughs> <laughs> so 
The Cortos Diamond. It's a unique plus tree major striking axiomatic spell storing longsword. It is simple and elegant and uses finesse. The blade is made of trone glass, a clear, jewel-like crafting material with a razor-sharp edge, capable of absorbing psychic magic and redirecting it at its wielder's enemies. Whenever the Cordus Diamond is in an area of dim or brighter light, it glows faintly, as if reflecting the light of a setting sun. While you are holding it, you have a plus two item bonus against all mental effects. You can never harm yourself with the Cordus Diamond, even if confused. And once per day, when you activate it, uh, when you strike someone with it, uh, you can... Uh, send powerful disruptive energy into them and uh, make them lose a spell as they are casting it. For a free action once per round, you can do an additional 2d8 force damage to a struck creature, and once per day, you can use two actions to hold a sword aloft, proclaim your might and your rightful position of ruler of Kortos, and cast overwhelming presence. Hell yeah. The sword can only be destroyed by a, a deity who ascended to, uh, to their position of godhood via the test of the Starstone. That's the only way to destroy it. King God. So, Waze Epoch nods and kind of just rests. And you've all received some powerful artifacts to help you in your final hour. What do you guys do? Well, I just figured out that I can't uh, kill him by turning him into gold, so there goes my plans. <laughs> Unfortunately, you have to turn metal into gold. It does take some time. Yeah. It would. I. Good on you! But unfortunately, no. Son of a bitch. What do you guys do? <laughs> well, this is it for this room. Let's leave it. Thank you. And then Rary's gonna um, take the others and the leave. Okay. Oh. You leave. So uh, you all step towards the doorway, do you? Yeah. Okay. You make your way towards it, and as you do, Ariadne, you immediately do feel a chill. Good. Her favorite. It's a familiar chill. Ah. Those anxiety lurches. You have a feeling that if you continue through the doors that you're headed to, you're going to find something you don't like. Ariadne grits her teeth and goes, I already hate what I... I already don't like the situation we're in, so fuck it, we ball. F- okay. Yeah, we're already in a bully. You don't know what's up. <sighs> what happened? Remember? Are you sensing like? Remember the anxiety specs that I would get whenever I would experience the call. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes, I We're do. getting pretty close to what is essentially probably the epicenter. Probably. Maybe. Ooh. Uh-oh. Straight through the doors st- we're going through. Yeah, you are standing now in front of a very creaky-looking door. Do you want to be in front, or do you want us to? <laughs> not let it... I love you both dearly. I'm not letting you fight this for me. I, do, I, I don't want you to fight it. I don't want to fight it for you. I just don't want to put you in any other in any more danger Friari, than you have to. Friari. I know. I understand. I'm gonna be I'm put not gonna in danger. I'm them. going to be put in danger regardless. I wanna face them with no one else in front of me. Okay. Just remember you are a spellcaster. <laughs> I can heal you. But they're definitely beside you. That's all I that is literally all I ever wanted from you guys. I don't need <laughs> well, protection. 
I just need people beside me. Is it okay if I if I, if I still protect you generally? Though I'll just not just not with him. On occasion, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I promise I will not baby you. I know you are a grown woman. Thank you. Thanks, good. You make your way true. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so you enter, pushing the creaky door open into the guest suites. This sumptuous sitting room is a study in opulence. Silken sheets drape from the ceiling, tapestries line the walls, and the floor boasts several thick carpets, giving the hard marble a cozy lining. A fire burns brightly in a wide hearth along the south wall, and luxuriously cushioned seating has been arranged to provide several discreet gathering areas. An open double door to the north reveals a dining table with elegant chairs. Right next to the fireplace is a rocking chair. Ariato, in your mind's eye, how did you ever envision your mother? I mean, I'm sure that she's seen what night hags look like in general. So I'm pretty sure, like, just that with, like, she always imagines maybe, like, ashy skin dark hair with the streak mismatched eyes the telltale claws hunched over old woman something along those lines like just a, a, a night hack no, that is not what you see she looks about 40 years old maybe ages treated her well she is dark skinned and yes she has black hair with a white streak her eyes are perfectly fine. She is wearing a little pair of eyeglasses, sitting in the rocking chair and reading a book. When you enter Ariato, she smiles a little bit, and she closes the book and picks up a lantern beside her. A lantern you remember from a vision that contains the soul of your father. She smiles at you all. Ariato! It is so wonderful to finally meet you. Come in. Take a seat. I so desperately wanted to talk to you. Turn to Dice Will Roll. This episode of Dice Will Roll would not have been possible without the support of our patrons. Abby Gator, Glitch HD, Jay Snooks, Zenith Drums, Josh Heatcoat, Torbjorn, Introduction, Sophia Varlera, G Barbera, Luke, Gideon, Kiki, Sarah B, Seth, Ravona Darklow, Dolore, Q, 
Kira, Lichelope, Gizmo, Taliesin, Machu, Cass, Fable Mackledoff, Black Dragon Gaming, Ava, Remti Bright, Lonesome Chunk, Steph, Emmeline, Sean C, Natasha Lumley, Rhiannon C, Ellie, Jenna Mitchell, Kane Kendrick, Sky Evangeline, Triceratops, Great Kitsune, Jolene, Anna Maria, Roxy, Jordan, Cynical Spinstress, Emlyn Laderna, John the Bookholder, SS66Seeker, Lynx, and Dame Valerie the Third. If you'd like to see what you can get for helping us to keep it rolling, check out patreon.com slash dicewillroll. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.